Growing up with a cane pole in his hand Like a fool of dreams sitting down by the stream But leads him to the corpus play Give him a shotgun to please his mind Give them quite a few reasons to fly Living in the city just ain't for me I wanna go back to the country Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road And Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Take me to Texas I wanna go down that open road Take me to Texas I wanna see how far this country goes Fill up your coffee cup, put the dog on the porch, and turn up your radio. This is the Outdoor Zone with TJ and Cody Ryan, live from the bunkhouse. There's a place up ahead and I'm going, just as fast as my feet can fly. Come away, come away, keep going, leave the sink. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone Live in the Bunkhouse. Yeah, it's just an old tin shack on the back of the ranch, but we call it home every Sunday morning, 7 to 9, right here on the Outdoor Zone Radio Network, or 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm TJ Graney. That's Cody Ryan. Good morning. Beefsteak's in the house. Oh, yeah. And Road Rash is the ranch hand that gets here early, makes sure the gate gets open, the uh, old potbelly stove gets cranked up, puts some extra foil on the old wire coat hanger to make sure you can hear us uh you can catch us 24 7 365 at theoutdoorzone.com on our facebook page and all the audio media out there soundcloud um itunes and spotify bing got them all wow um and yes follow us on our uh, if you just go to our uh web and you can track us on all that stuff theoutdoorzone.com hey um wow so, deer season's kind of coming to an end, the regular seasons. Well, like you say it's over, but Cody and I were arguing about that off the air. I mean, it's extended season. Yeah, Nothing but I mean, you know, most guys are kind of like... Pay attention to your county's regulations. Some counties will allow you to hunt extended season. Some counties will not in certain deer. And of some them. people have... MLD tags that go till the end of February. Some people haven't used a single tag, yet they brought home deer. That's through the MLD Managed Land <laughs> Deer Program. Jay. We are not a legal force. Uh, 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 tried to follow and a half a so I just have to, uh, He's got so, a half a deer in his uh, so freezer right now. We got this oh, buddy of ours. Front half. It's a, a buddy of all three of ours, and uh, who uh, we won't say Joe Don's name, Mm-mm. but we all know who he is. Yeah. Who this guy is, and so uh, he hadn't, he'd been out a little bit this season, and um, needed to get out and you know put some blood in the mud, kill a little bit, and put some stuff in his freezer. He loves a good uh, bacon wrap burger steak, and mm-hmm. um, so he uh, uh, so him and I went out Wednesday evening, Wednesday afternoon, sat in the stand. Did you get a call? Cody? And uh, I think both of y'all were. Uh, uh, I have a, I have responsibilities. I have <laughs> yeah, career so, responsibilities. So I, uh, I'm sitting at this one's place. I'm not sitting by a feed or anything. I'm just watching this cool outdoor area, and I hear this. 
And I thought, all right. And he texts me a little bit later, deer down. So all I right. thought, okay. So I packed my stuff, went back there. We got the deer, and we cleaned it. And we got done. It was after dark when we were done, but nice, super nice doe. When you, you say know. we, what do was you mean? it really we? What? He was all in. He was up to his elbows. Oh my gosh! Yeah, you okay. know me. I'm not. I'm not babying anybody. You're doing it. You're so sitting then on the porch. The next what morning, we get up super early. The next morning, we get out in the stands, and I'm going back to my place where there's no feeders or anything. I'm just watching this area because there's some coyotes. There's a little water puddle, puddle, and some other stuff. I'm just kind of watching, it, and I hear, and then a couple of like two minutes later, I hear this. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, I get a text, and it's, deer down. And then a few seconds later, it's, uh, correction, two deer down. Oh, man. <laughs> and I, I thought, I, got, I, have got, I said, I'm coming over there. I've got to stop this guy. How many more bullets does he have? <laughs> anyway, so we, went, over there? so we loaded him up. And uh, no, I mean, we, we have, we had 13 deer left on this ranch that have to be shot and for so management, he, right? yeah, yeah yeah for management and i mean we, they wanted to give us hundreds more tags we're wow. the only place in that community that can really do this the only open uh, safe spot to to do this but anyway so we get the two deer back and we hang them both up and uh and uh he skinned one cleaned one up i cleaned one up and then uh and then that, we went and had a big old breakfast, but it was it was great. And la- I remember he was sixty years old when the first time we ever took him out to hunt, and he did the same thing. He killed oh, like yeah. three or four or five deer, four, and, uh, four yeah. deer, right? And yeah. It was funny. Um, well, he's sixty. He's got he's got he's got to uh, make up. For he's right. sixty seven so, now. Yeah, he's so forty uh, four plus the three the other day plus. Uh, I mean. You know, he's probably caught it. y'all taking him out on a couple more since then. So yeah. nine. So killed a few hogs. From, loves the hog hunt. So one a year. So now he's down to like fifty. Age fifty. You know, he's making yeah. up for lost time. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> so he's go. got. I mean, he's got a lot of deer to shoot. You're gonna be helping him skin. A but lot. I love. I love going Catch with up. the guy. I love going with the guy because my question to him was, or he said. He said, when somebody asks me what my hobby is, I want to say I'm a hunter and a fisherman. Yeah. Because, you know, he didn't have a dad. His dad was killed when he was really young, but his dad was an outdoor guy, a fisherman and all that. And he he, he knows if he'd grown up, if his dad hadn't been killed, he'd been a hunting and fishing guy. So he is. He's trying to make up a bunch of years. But I just love the spirit of, you know, participation. Sure. Participation. I'm being scared. He wasn't scared. He's not scared either. No, he'll kill it he'll and he'll skin it and he's like, what do I do next? So, <laughs> there are hey, a lot of people. Ten, 10 trends uh, in the U.S. deer harvest. White-tailed deer are the most important game species in North America. North America, most pure pursue most hunters pursue whitetails than any other species and whitetail hunters contribute more financially than any other hunter segment. Collectively speaking, whitetails are the foundation of the entire hunting community That's and true. industry. Yeah. The average percent. So a lot of lot of talk about uh, deer and and uh, the age of the deer that guys are harvesting now. Guys and gals are harvesting now. It's gone up. They are more focused on the three and a half year old. They're doing a better job at managing three and a half year old. Doing a better job at. Uh, 
bucks and does and uh, taking them out. probably through education, don't you think, a little bit? Yeah. I want to think that, yeah. Management. Because, you know, the average before was, what, 18 to 24 months, right? That you said in the Hill Country, the average age was 24 months well, there, to 28 months old. And there's a lot so. of really interesting uh, in, interesting other information that came out with this whole study they did. Uh, firearms, firearms hunters accounted for 66% of the total deer harvest. Archers took 23% of the total harvest. And this statistic has grown from uh, from fifteen percent in two thousand. So, so archery hunting, the other eleven percent. Those are axes and. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know what that is. Right? Maybe maybe shotguns. Probably. No, because it says no. firearms or rifles Shrapple and shotguns. shotguns. Yeah, yeah. I was I was curious about that. Whether that would be. Uh, is that crossbow? Oh, you know, I bet you it is some of that kind of stuff. Because crossbows, just... spears. I mean, there's not 11 percent of the deer killed with crossbows. Ulterior motives other than a bow and a rifle. Well, archery has gone up uh, from 15 to 23 percent. So archery hunters are becoming more, yeah, of an influence and an impact on the. Um, more than a quarter, 26% of total deer harvest, harvest was in the freezer before opening day of the primary firearm season. So most of the guys are out in the early season with their special seasons and with their bows. Right. Than opening day rifle se- general rifle season, so, which I love that. So according to the QDMA, they don't count crossbows as archery. Right, so that's a. So it's probably making up the rest of that. Still doesn't account for eleven percent. There's no way there's eleven. It's on the rise, man. I'll tell you. Well, so I could say five people... or six percent, maybe. But then you got a other category still in there. A lot of people. Okay. Tracking dogs legally, legality use of tracking dogs to retrieve wounded big game animals is now allowed at least 35 states their use ranges from about half of the states in the west to all the states in the southeast 25 of the 35 states require dogs to be on a leash <laughs> so like you and rudy running and through and then that's the whole thing was they just didn't want a tracking dog to run out onto another property somewhere and not be you know a landowner not be managing what they're doing with that Uh, dog on the other property we'll talk some more about some of these uh interesting um facts on whitetail deer and the deer hunter and how they are the primary uh source for um funding and um and and uh, taking care of our outdoors and and if you're looking to join that 23 percent of archery hunters um you might want to check out archery country the staff and owners at Archery Country are not part-time shooters. They're avid bow hunters and 3D shooters that hunt and compete. Find all the gear, targets, arrows, and accessories you need on-site and available for professional installation every day. How about a crossbow? Archery Country has the best brands and all the gear to get you up and hunting 
with the crossbow. They're at 8121 Research Boulevard. You can go to AustinArcheryCountry.com for all the details. AustinArcheryCountry.com for all the details. You were talking about dogs and deer right before this. Well, they hunt with dogs and deer a lot in Alabama. Sweet home Alabama. Come on. right now, Woo! baby. Oh, man. Uh, we'll talk a little uh, Peter report coming up next. You don't want to miss it. It is the Outdoor Zone live at the bunkhouse. 24-7-365 at TheOutdoorZone.com. Hey, this is Jeff Foxworthy, and you're listening to two of my favorite rednecks, TJ and Cody on The Outdoor Zone. All right, welcome back. See you outdoor zone. Just because it's a new year, it doesn't mean you have to miss out on the great deals on a new Honda. Because your central Texas Honda dealers will get you off to a fast start in 2020 with great year beginning savings on a new Honda. So get where you're going with a deal you'll like and a Honda you'll love. Like the 2020 Honda Civic that is KBB.com's best buy of 2020 in the compact car category. Beneath the exterior lies a powerful engine ready to come alive with the press of the gas pedal and with a roomy interior that seats up to five, no one has to miss out on the excitement. So if you're envious, don't be. Buy a new Honda today from your Central Texas Honda Dealers online at centraltexashondadealers.com. Get where you're going in a Honda. For more information, visit KellyBlueBooksKBB.com. Kelly Blue Book is registered trademark to Kelly Blue Book Incorporated. Welcome back, regulators. You're tuned into the deer shooting, flounder, gigging, dove blasting, hog dogging, bass catching, mountain climbing, fly fishing, four wheeling, adrenaline junkie, outdoor zone radio co- show broadcast to you from the bunkhouse. Now it's time for our PETA report. <laughs> They are anti-hunting, anti-fishing, anti-meat, anti-you and your family's outdoor heritage. It's time for the Outdoor Zone's PETA Report, because we love animals too. They taste great. Well, PETA's not happy with our little libtard representative, Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez. A-O. A-O-C. A-O-C. Yeah, the New York Democrat could have influenced her millions of social media followers by adopting a rescue mutt from a shelter. But instead, the congresswoman took home a purebred French bulldog. How did she afford that? Wasn't she broke? Yeah, I thought she lived in uh, in squalor. French in bulldogs are inbred to in order to produce breed-specific traits, which cause health problems that many people who will be influenced by your purchase won't be able to afford to address, the PETA letter continued. Right this minute, there are more than 110,000 dogs including French bulldogs who need a home. The letter urges the freshman congresswoman to visit any New York City animal care and control center and adopt a shelter dog to give her little. We're asking that you please be a part of the solution, ending the cat and dog overpopulation. Uh, OSC has documented on her Instagram. AOC. AOC. <laughs> Uh, on her Instagram story, how she was crate training her dog 
He's good about his crate when we are right next to it, but he's such a Velcro pup that at night he whimpers if he's not right next to us. We're working on it, she wrote. We are working really hard to socialize the pup into new environments, different people, travel, etc. Uh, the goal is to train him to be a community pup. She's trying to she's doing her little crawfish thing there. Mm-hmm. A community pup. So he can go out. Sharing a photo mm-hmm. of the dog asleep in her lap. Ideally, we want to work to the point where he can enjoy town halls, be an Amtrak pup, come to the office. Uh, so basically, if you call it a community pup, that means that the community paid for it. I think that's Being what it that is. She was She's so trying broke. to get out of that that Remember whole she, thing where her she couldn't afford to live, and we need to check now, those tax returns yeah. and get a little write off for, for that uh, doggy stuff. <laughs> the there. French bulldog, the ALC, is now killing See, land. But, you know, the first thing that she'd probably say is, "What? I have a choice, right? I should be able to get whatever dog I want." The one th- I'm going to give no. props to PETA. I'm going to give props to PETA on this one. What? I, they don't have a political line, obviously. They're not. They don't have not, any lines. It, well, that's what I mean. I mean, they're just, they're full-blown ah. crazy every direction. <laughs> <laughs> if you going to be crazy, don't have political barriers. Just be crazy. Right? I like it. I, yeah. su- I support her right to get a bulldog if she wants a bulldog. Right? Why no, not? I don't. She does. She can't afford it. She just said she doesn't make enough money. She makes eight hundred seventy one thousand dollars a month. <laughs> no, uh, wow. taxpayer She's, dollars. Uh, so we have been talking about um, whitetail deer hunters and how they <laughs> are the how they are the backbone of the conservation efforts in hunting. Number one, hunting and and funding and. Um, and so we were talking about some of the things that are going on in whitetail deer hunters. Bow hunters per square mile. Uh, let's see. As a region, the Midwest has the most. Uh, 1,330,127. Northeast has most per square mile with 3.8. Um, individual hunter success. In 2017, 2018, 41% of hunters shot at least one deer. Uh, in Texas, Joe Don shot more <laughs> than times. the average hunter around the world in one uh, day. This was done from down from forty eight percent in twenty eleven. Um, yeah, so twenty eleven there was forty eight percent, and range from twelve percent in Arizona to sixty nine percent in South Carolina. Well, you know what that was in 2011, uh, Beefsteak, you didn't have your deer lease then, uh, right? No, So, So that was <laughs> the percentage of hunters that actually harvested a deer before Beefsteak was higher before oh, he came around. Man. <laughs> You're killing our oh. average. You're killing our average. Longer season, more days of field. Hunters averaged 12 days hunting in 2017. This ranged from three days in Indiana to 25 days in Mississippi. There's a bunch of old boys ain't going to work in Mississippi. (laughs) (laughs) This deer season. Holy cow. Uh, As a region, southeast hunters average the most 19 days, and this is directly related to longer average season lengths in the southeast. Well, yeah, you well, got bigger hunts too, uh, you know, guys. I I noticed 
just maybe it's just I I see a lot more of YouTube videos and and social media posts. Maybe I'm just seeing it more, but it seems like guys are doing a lot more of the uh, 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 draw hunt for elk and and mule deer and things like that. I see these big extended adventures that are seven days, ten days. Guys going to the mountains that I don't remember. It used to be kind of like you almost had to be invited to. You know, but now guys are going out and doing it on their own into these public hunting. Well, and and I think you got in Alabama, you get one deer a day. Yeah, for thirty days. Yeah, I mean, there's and then in the Northeast, you have you know you have like three day hunting season with. But in Illinois, it is two weekends. You get one deer. Yeah, and it's shotgun slug. Well, think about there. that. I don't waste of time up there. I mean, <laughs> Joe Don couldn't even last in Alabama with a deer day. That's right. He'd, he'd, to, he'd be like, "I'm not waiting. You're in tomorrow. trouble, buddy." <laughs> <laughs> Thank God for Texas. You know what I mean? You he, know, Texas isn't in here a lot, no. but that's because there's so much wide open space and so many hunters, and the season is much longer. I mean, look at some of these packed into these smaller Midwest towns right? well and i you know uh, and and or states, i've had say. i've had so many opportunity but i'm a meat eater so i'm i hunt for the meat to put in our freezer and i only have so much joe don asked me the other day uh, he said how many deer do you kill so we got a a 60 plus year old guy who's taken up hunting as a hobby hunting and fishing as a hobby um He's very involved in it. He wants this in his freezer. And he asked me, knowing that we're just a guy and a gal, a husband and wife in their home, how many deer do you kill? And I told him three. I averaged three deer butchered in our freezer. Yeah, but How about you? I'm five, man. You got to go to the limit. Because I will give that or use it for Tuesday night or use it for KOZ, the other two deer or so. But, yeah, we could probably get by with three if we didn't give any away. Yeah, I don't give a bunch away. I was, See, I, what's wrong with you? Well, no, what? that's not true because I brought a bunch of a bunch of deer sausage to our Tuesday night men's Bible study the other night. I had a guy tell me the other day, he goes, I absolutely hate it when I go to the ranch and my buddies yes. show up with a bunch of crap that they had in their freezer from last year that they're just trying to get rid of. He goes, we, we had I'd, that happen. He yeah. goes, just, yeah. you know, ha- harvest what you're going to eat and eat it and be done with it. Don't bring me all the crap at the end of the well, year and, and, we, and, and, and then act like it's a treat. We run out. We run out. I like to run out. You know, Billy Burr, our friend, right, and and uh, and Lease Master, where I am, he uh, he gives away his first deer to a pastor. Or someone in need, he just shoots it and then processes it. Processes and it, it, yeah. And, and then give it away. Process. That's all. He's like the fruit. The and deal. if it's fresh, don't first give fruit. away the stuff that's three years or old. That or that half deer freezer bite. That half deer. That Sun Auto. Oh, yeah. Everybody at some point needs to have their vehicle repaired. It can be hard to find a mechanic you trust. We use our friends at Sun Auto Service. There's no need to go to the dealership for maintenance or repairs any longer. Sun Auto Mechanics can service all your new car needs at one of their shops with ASE certified technicians. When it comes to your auto repair and maintenance needs, brake repairs, transmission services, Sun Automotive sincerely appreciates having the opportunity to serve you at a Sun Auto Service repair shop nearest you. Sun Auto Service has locations 
locations all around Central Texas. Our family location is a 405 West Slaughter Lane store. There's one at 1300 Medical Parkway in Cedar Park, uh, 1403 Rivery Boulevard in Georgetown, and Lakeway is at 1206 Ranch Road 620. SunAutoService.com for all the details. SunAutoService.com for all the details. Armed Citizens Report coming up next. It is the number one outdoor radio show in Texas. You're listening to it live right here at the Outdoor Zone. Find us 24-7, 365 at the outdoorzone.com. This is T-Roy Bruce Orr, listening to the Outdoor Zone. They call me redneck, white trash, and blue collar. Oh, that. All right. Regulators, welcome back. Here's a notice to the anti-terrorists, us bunkhouse boys and our regulators. We don't give in to your anti-gun crowd, the PETA terrorist, or the Taliban. It's how we roll here in the bunkhouse. You regulators keep us informed by riding the trail with us all week long at theoutdoorzone.com. McBride. With the way society is pounding on our gun rights, Woo! it's imperative we support our local gun shops, the ones we trust with our constitutional rights, McBride's Guns. Whether you're looking for a new rifle, shotgun, personal carry, special order firearm, McBride's is the place. Looking for a personal carry, a gunsmith on staff to help you tighten down your scope, you'll find McBride's in the same place it's been for years, the corner of 30th and Lamar. That was you, beefsteak, tighten down your scope. Call them at 512-472-3532 or check them out online, McBridesGuns.com. McBride's Guns, your hometown gun shop. Now it's time for your this week's Armed Citizen Report. Today, legal firearm owners are protecting themselves and their families across the nation. These acts of courage and valor are seldom reported throughout the liberal media. The Outdoor Zone wants you to know the truth. This is the Armed Citizens Report for the week. Okay, this is going to be a controversial one. And uh, the, the, so hang on. the conversation behind this may get a little... Um, it may bounce around a little, a little. Grandfather of Oklahoma teen that was killed by a homeowner in a burglary says AR-15 made for unfair fight. Three Oklahoma teenagers were killed last week when they broke into a house and were met by a homeowner with an AR-15. Now the grandfather of one of those teenagers is speaking out about his grandson's death. According to KTUL-TV, Leroy Schumacher, grandfather of 17-year-old Jacob Redfern, believes the death of Redfern was unjustified because the homeowner's AR-15 gave him an unfair advantage over the three burglars. Speaking to KTUL, Schumacher acknowledged that breaking into the house was was stupid, but death was not appropriate consequence. What these three boys did was stupid, Schumacher said. They knew they could be punished for it, but they did not deserve to die. Brass knuckles against an AR-15? Come on. Who was afraid of their life, Schumacher said. The homeowner who pulled the trigger has not been charged with any crimes because police said he acted in self-defense. But Schumacher reiterated that his belief that the consequences literally did not fit the crime. 
So you got three boys, a 21, a 16, and a 19, and a girl who was a driver in a getaway vehicle who did not get shot but was caught and has been charged with first-degree murder, aggravated assault, burglary, because she was the driver. She carries all those. But how does somebody, when when three guys break into your house, and they had brass knuckles, they had other things. The article didn't say what all they carried, but they had brass knuckles. First of all, they're in my house. First of all, they came into your, they broke into your house with the intent of no good. And you don't, as the guy who's just waking up or just somebody just, you don't know what their intent is. Well, it makes it, I mean, at first you're like, "Mm, you know, maybe just kids. What he's trying to lean towards is kids just being foolish kids. Right. But you got a getaway car. You got someone premeditated. This is all premeditated. Oh, and yeah. Worked out. You got something that the, you're going to use to beat the holy. If someone resists at all. That's right. right. That's not like a don't sit bring, down. Don't bring your brass knuckles to my gunfight. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. And yeah, I don't mean to play laugh. stupid I mean, games, win stupid prizes. Yeah. I'm, I'm in people, favor. People have got to learn that the concept, you know, the consequences of doing things. I think there's a lot of times people don't have young, younger kids don't have consequences, right? I mean, they just, well, they do things and then it's like, oh, well, you know, we'll just. You shouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. Don't do that again, little boy. Well, bad choice here. Bad choice. There are many people that stop activities once they get punched in the nose. Attempted abduction. <laughs> well, and that's part of it. You know, kids today. Is that what it's going to take? Be I, I was just thinking exactly the same thing. <laughs> I'm not going to have to fight you. Fight, 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 fight. I was like, fight. dude, I, someday, someday, <laughs> it's just going to go. I, who's going to swing first? Oh, I, no, I didn't <laughs> lose it. I tell big guys, I tell big I guys fall all on the you. time. I say, you, you, <laughs> might, you might win. But you're going to know you're in a fight. Uh, That's get all that I can down say. under. You get may that win. tool bag and start boom, 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 Attempted boom. abduction of female jogger in southwest Austin. This is right down from the bunkhouse. Yeah. APD the- says the jogger, a woman, was running south down the road when a dark-colored car pulled up beside her. The driver, a man, started talking to the woman, then tried to pull her into the car. The woman fought off the man, and the driver left when another vehicle pulled up. APD described the driver as Middle Eastern, 5'7", black hair, mid-40s. Uh, Could be any Uber driver. In, hey, is that your Uber? Oh, sorry. Anyway, <laughs> so we were talking about what we would do. We were talking behind the scenes here what we would do. And both Cody and I love the idea of chasing the guy down in our trucks and pushing him off a cliff, pushing his car off a cliff. I didn't say a cliff. I just wanted <laughs> well, you to said it up. would roll over. Well, if I spun him, if I caught that back panel and oh, you just want to do that, yeah. uh, do the old spin thing, thing the cops yeah. do. Yeah, yeah, that's cool. That'd be yeah. sweet. I don't want to like anyway, damage. That's just somebody like one quarter panel. Somebody I, tried chasing him, but they stopped at the red light. Come on. Yeah, I mean, come on, you're in come hot on. pursuit, man. Well, it was probably because they were turning on their Facebook uh, photo live. So my thought know? was I'd like to know more information about it because 
I, I'm I mean, not it's buying just a this. Very, no, it's a very no. strange time uh, timing deal. It's not like it was the middle of the night. It's it was five like, in the morning, right? Which is a that very is strange. first of all, that is really early. But in the neighborhood, it's one of the it's the Circle C neighborhood, right? That's not like where you would. But hey, criminals like to go to the places where the. But I mean, was it somebody that had been out on a date and they were, you know, our, uh, she I was out jogging. But I'm saying that it seems like maybe they knew each other or I, I'm why not would buying she go that. up no, to the car and talk that to was the guy? Stupid for her to do that, right? Well, first of all, come on. But she if she's a, like my wife, she's like, like, oh wow, well, here's somebody I can help. Oh. How can I help? Well, if she's got that little fanny pack with Better the uh, 380 in it. Yeah, but you, you don't know. jog with a fanny pack and a pistol. I tried that. It's terrible. Hey, if you get one Beef of those. Beefsteak K- doesn't jog, so he wouldn't. <laughs> he's a poor source to talk I, about jogging with guns. They're like, do you have any metal on you? Oh, the governor the used to jog with a 380. Yeah, that coyote, right? Yeah, the coyote well, special. that's true. He did. So if you get a kangaroo. Kang- we'll to call him and ask him, hey, how did you do that? There's a nice kangaroo pouch, they call it, and it's a big strap that goes around. And your, y'all were giving me a coat. hard time about fanny packs not long it's ago. It's not a fanny pack. This is a body contouring wrap <laughs> body contouring <laughs> and you put your firearm inside of that and it doesn't move it stays like a big mole on the side of your lit where your liver is what why do you describe these things terribly <laughs> like that well what what mole, else would you call it liver fanny pack you know it's called a fanny pack it's body not a fanny molding. pack that flaps around no it gun does. sales not hit record high in 2019 gun sales have reserved Reversed their brief decline under President Donald Trump. New evidence indicates uh, Barack Obama was often lampooned as America's best gun salesman by conservatives, and they were right. The gun industry grew over 150% under Obama's tenure, adding over 120,000 jobs, with most spikes occurring after mass shootings when the gun control measures were discussed and proposed. But gun sales... Uh, the agency said Monday morning that it reached the record 28,000, 28,369,750 background checks by NICS in 2019. 3% jump over last year's, re- uh, the, over the last record set in 2016. So Donald Trump is not only, uh, the, the economy cranked up, but yeah. come on. Gun sales. Record Dow, record gun sale. Back. And Austin's hottest new restaurant. If you haven't been to Shore Raw Bar and Grill, you're missing it. Our friends at the Shore are serving up amazing regional cuisine, combining flavors from Texas, Louisiana, and Mexico. They got uh, this amazing, outstanding uh, oyster collection where you can have oysters from all across the country it's it's crazy good uh pet friendly patio will be beautiful out there today a brunch today a sunday brunch fabulous desserts uh homemade fresh homemade breads uh go visit our buddies rick uh, Wahlberg and jim schneider they want to invite you to join them at shore raw bar and grill 
located at Highway 71 West at Covered Bridge, just west of the Wyanee Oak Hill. Uh, the Shore, Raw Bar and Grill, ShoreATX.com for more. ShoreATX.com for more. Go get your song. We'll wrap this thing up next segment. You don't want to miss. I've got a guy that you probably wouldn't expect is a big hog hunter. Uh, we'll mention who that is on the flip side. You catch it only one place. It is the Outdoor Zone. Catch us 24-7, 365 at theoutdoorzone.com. I'm Everstar Pro, Ron Sheffield, and I fish FLW. You're listening to the Outdoor Zone. Fish on. Up this morning before the sun, fixed me some coffee and a honey bun. Jumped in the pickup, gave her the gas. I'm going out to catch a five-pound bass. All right, welcome back. It's the Outdoor Zone. Bringing this thing into a conclusion on... Uh, on this beautiful Sunday morning. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful Sunday morning. Speaking of great things, bigger savings, more inventory, and thousands off of the new Ram trucks, like the Ram 1500, the Texas Auto Rider Association's Truck of the Year. Better performance, more efficiency, new technology, and more than 100 safety features and if you like to travel or spend the day at the ranch or the lake this truck is perfect for you it can tow more than 12,500 pounds and has a ton of storage space and if that wasn't enough you still have Nile maxwell's personal promise that same promise he's been making for over 30 years to beat any competitor's price in central texas just bring them the signed buyer's order and they'll beat it super center size selection and savings at the number one chrysler dodge jeep ram sales leader in central texas that's the nile maxwell supercenter 620 and 183 in austin or visit them at uh, online at nile maxwell supercenter.com so we were talking about this uh white-tailed deer being the uh white-tailed deer hunters contribute more financially than any other hunting segment and just kind of what the what's going on and white-tailed deer hunting and what the numbers look like and um, longer seasons more days of field wrapping this uh, section up hunters averaged 12 days hunting deer in 2017 that ranged from three days in indiana to 25 days in mississippi deer vehicle collisions climbing u.s drivers collided with an estimated 1.3 million deer from July 2017 to 2018, 1.3 million deer. You know, that I was told that that Golly. was the whole reason they incorporated that one deer a day thing in Alabama. It was like a lobbyist from the insurance, auto insurance agency came in and goes, we got to do something about this. That's 8% more deer. I don't think they're uh, running. I don't think they're getting more 2012. bold. They're not getting more bold. They're just. There's more. Regionally, about 42% of the population reports living in a household. Um, what is that? Well, that's the when we're talking about the guns and we're talking about the increase this year. Uh-huh. Um, that oh, 40, yeah, that's 40 to 50% of the people in the United States. This is even with the kids in the house own a firearm. 
And one in three, even counting babies and everybody, one in three has a firearm. Uh, speaking of, it was interesting, uh, I thought, that Business Insider uh, published something. Oh, yeah. Mark Zuckerberg uh, occasionally will ring up and and respond to somebody's post or, you know, he kind of shows up. The founder of Facebook, right, or supposedly the founder of Facebook, one of the founders <laughs> of Facebook. Uh, I guarantee I the movie. he's the man in control. Yeah, he is the man in control. But well. he said... Uh, yeah, somebody posted, I miss the I'm going to personally kill what I eat days. And he said, that was a, a crazy challenge. I still go hunting these days, mostly with a bow and arrow, though, for wild boar. Yeah, that's his so, big thing now, right? Yeah, he hunts hogs with a bow and arrow. Because he realizes the problem that there is. Well, he realizes the problem, plus he's he's real. He, they've, I've watched a documentary on, uh, where he you know, was... Uh, meeting with farmers and, you know, and looking at where our food production comes from and all of that kind of stuff. So just kind of neat to see somebody that's uh, so uh, respected, I guess. Well, in, in the in that in a different that, world, you know, if you sat with him, I guarantee you there's more going on in that bow stand where he is <laughs> himself as a man, as 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 just a, a, a human in this world comes alive in that stand oh yeah and then harvesting that hog then it yeah. does in that uh you know inside the boardroom right absolutely where do you get it from so uh i got my quote of the week i wish i could say that michael waddell told me this but he was talking to somebody else about christmas and he said i just got a new rifle for my wife it was the best trade i ever made <laughs> see that's oh, fun it's start the new year it's um, fun man this week's verse comes uh from james 112 blessed is the man who persever- perseveres under trial because when he has stood the test he will receive the crown of life that god has promised to those who love him live it love it learn it I got to go uh, snag the boat this afternoon and drive back and forth on the really lake. Really slowly. Boring. All right. Hey, we want to encourage you to uh, find a good Bible-based church in your community. After all, it all belongs to him anyway. Guys, get your family up today and go find a good Bible-based church and then go have a buffet somewhere, cook a nice roast in the crock pot. Um, this week, grab a kid, get them off the couch, take them for a walk in the park, show them the birds, the trees, take them hunting, take them fishing. We don't care what it is, as long as you get the kids into the great outdoor zone. want to encourage you, if you want to start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church, go to kidsoutdoorzone.com. Yes, you can start a hunting and fishing ministry in your church. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com, or if you know a single mom that has a little boy that needs some guy time, needs to learn some outdoor stuff, get outside. Go to kidsoutdoorzone.com for that, too. Hey, with ladies, girl in a gun. Beefsteak's wife went to Girl in a Gun yesterday. It's a great organization where women can learn to handle a firearm correctly. And, by uh, other women teaching them. By other women teaching them. Great, great program. All right, that's it for us. Road Rash, thank you very much, young man. You're a great ranch hand. We're headed to church. Uh, I think that's it. Regulators, let's mount up.
But he was killed by a man with a switchblade knife For forty-three dollars my friend lost his life I'd love to spit some beach nut in that dude's eyes And shoot him with my old forty-five Cause the country boy can survive Country folks can survive California and South Alabama and little towns all around this land. We can scan a buck and run a truck line and a country boy can survive. Country folks can survive.